Welcome to the Food for Thought podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by DeVille Technologies. To be successful in the food and beverage processing world, processors must keep up with the ever-increasing pace of innovation in operations. Plant and equipment design standards are always on the move. We spoke with Paul Kreckel, Vice President of Sales, Service, and Parts for DeVille Technologies, to get his take on how collaboration between processors and vendors can help the industry keep up. Enjoy the episode. Paul, thanks so much for joining me today on our podcast here. Uh, wanted to jump right in. Uh, most people want to hear you speak and not me, but I did want to clue our readers in. Paul is a little bit under the weather. Uh, he's being a trooper today and recording this podcast so we can get it out and get the great information out to you. So if you hear any unusual noises in the background, uh, other than dogs barking and cars driving by, uh, please excuse those and Paul will do his best to fight through today. So thanks for doing that, Paul, fighting through, and I won't uh, waste any of your breath here, and we'll just get right into the into the questions. So discuss with our listeners how DeVille Technologies' approach to innovation differs from other equipment manufacturers out there who serve the food industry, and and dig in a little bit too as to why the company takes that approach. Sure. And first, I want to thank you as well, Andy, for making the time for this and um, also saying it so so pleasantly as far as my my condition um, and, and you being patient with me through this. And as far as our listeners as well, that's uh, the grunts and the, the coughing. I'll try to keep it to a minimum as we go forward. Um, but it's an exciting topic for us. It's it's kind of how we based our our whole business is on innovation and R&D behind the scenes. Um, as far as our approach, we have uh, a fairly large size sales team, but we don't approach it as sales. We approach it as R&D and taking on clients that they come actually to our innovation center and our client centers to start testing their product, especially when it's new products, uh, so that we can either do it on our equipment and create new products for the industry or uh, with them, we develop new pieces of equipment and new innovation of our, our systems so that it supplies both them and then the rest of the industry down the road. Um, so what we've tried to do is become more collaborative. Um, at least I've been here over just uh, just in a decade. Um, and everything has kind of shifted more towards that behind the scenes doing the testing. And that's what our sales and service teams are, are mainly doing. Okay, Paul, I appreciate that. Now, tell me a little bit about how did the client-centered R&D partnership drive DeVille toward innovative hygienic designs for its cutting equipment? Um, I guess I would say for us, we we started with our standard equipment, and I'll just take an example. We have a, a machine called the FS40, which it was invented by um, our ownership and then the family that owns our company, the Pentas. Uh, what they did was they created a machine that took a 40-pound block of cheese and shredded it in a couple of seconds. And then what we found with in the industry is that, yes, we have a typical shred that's maybe uh, what we use on pizzas and you see in your retail shelves. But 
customers wanted one machine to do a lot of different applications. So for instance, they wanted us to do grading, flaking, and all different types of shreds, as opposed to just, uh, let's say, a V-cut shred. Um, so that led us to manufacture, innovate, and create new shred disks and, and new equipment that would accommodate all those different applications in one machine. Um, so really, we've been able to, with that partnership with all of our clients, create new equipment, and without them, we wouldn't have innovated in that way. When when you work with clients, do those designs kind of become their property in a sense, or are you working with all of your clients and then taking those learnings to other areas, other you know, segments, divisions, maybe even other clients and, and developing further benefits for everyone? That's a good question. I, I think we work in both avenues. So uh, we may have a, a customer that wants a very specific application, like a specific part of, of poultry um, that we develop specific for them, but they apply it to all their plants throughout the world. And then we have another type of customer that may bring a new idea for innovation, but they don't own our equipment and they don't own the, the IP behind it. Um, so what we do is we develop it with them for, for their specific application, but it becomes usually a standard for our machines moving forward. So for instance, um, let's say a, a 4.0 technology that we would use on our, our standard system. We didn't do that in the past, but one customer needed it so that they could have proper tracking of PMs and preventive maintenance on their equipment. Um, and now we've applied that throughout throughout the field of uh, equipment that we offer. Do you have any other examples of equipment design changes that were implemented over the years using feedback from clients and then that you then took and expanded to other DeVille offerings? Yeah, I would say that um, from, I guess, the 1990s on, we really took into heart what our cheese customers and our dairy customers were saying about sanitary design. So really our name in the industry has been promoted because of our high sanitary design and hygienic uh, equipment that we offer. And we're constantly changing that. So for instance, um, lots of the equipment, industrial equipment that you see out there in the food processing industry, as simple as it is, they, they have horizontal surfaces. And those horizontal surfaces um, can attract and keep water, which then attracts bacteria. So for us, we've made all new designs that have been able to make sure that water doesn't stand on the equipment and that it's penetrating away from the equipment um, as soon as it hits it. Uh, so that's just an example of uh, a small example, but when we're talking about sanitary design, that's something that we've applied to one piece of equipment and then throughout our full systems when you do product handling all the way to the, the packaging scale. You mentioned, you know, sanitary design. That's obviously something that has affected equipment design across all food and beverage segments. Um, some earlier than others, some more than others, maybe as well. You know, uh, especially depending on how much really heavy washdown these machines have to have. Um, what other, what other kind of, I guess, industry at large trends like sanitary design principles and things like that have influenced what you all are doing with your clients are there any other macro trends that have really you know kind of influenced the way deville has worked with its clients or the equipment that it's designed i would say that um 
from the inception of our equipment, we've tried to make it easy to use. But now what we're seeing even more so is that we have fewer mechanics, fewer operators that are involved with the equipment, that you really can't have it to be a tedious process to take it apart and manipulate it in order for it to function. Um, so for an example, one of our systems for the entire line, which takes up uh, an entire plant, you only need four pieces of uh, tooling to take it apart and put it back together. And that's mainly just to put a shredding disc on one component of the machine. All the rest of it is uh, is a nice and toolless design that makes it easy for operators to be trained and then teach others down the road. Um, I would say alongside with that, uh, especially in the industry today, it's hard to find workers and good workers to, to stay on your staff. So most of our equipment has become very automated and we're moving with new technology into that avenue in the next couple of years as well. Um, just because you can't find workers the way that things were before, let's say COVID or, or maybe even a year ago, it's become challenging to do that. Yeah, the labor issue is definitely, the labor workforce issue is definitely hitting every angle of the industry, no doubt. So yeah, that makes makes a lot of sense and good to hear you have solutions that, that can help people uh, with, with that issue. So let's shift gears a little bit and talk about DeVille's R&D specialists. They don't work with clients to simply sell them a piece of equipment, correct? I mean, I, I, I assume, you know, given this, this relationship that you're building with each client, that's not the case. Um, can, can you detail the benefits that clients receive from working in this relationship, in this client-centered environment that DeVille has? Sure. I, I think a good example is um, we try to go to market as well as sales or R&D professionals that uh, we take existing products that are out there. Let's say you're taking a jerky comes in a long strip or in a long uh, piece. Uh, what we do is we actually tell the customer, OK, we're going to source that product from you and we're going to bring you on site and we're going to create all different SKUs of new products with our equipment that you could you could go to market with. So by that way, we're able to take their R&D professionals that are already on site and they're busy with the existing equipment and give them new innovations to choose from, whether it's tomorrow that they're going to go with that SKU or 10 years from now that they may have that in their product portfolio. Um, we see this a lot also in the R&D section of alternative proteins. So we're taking items that are not a full muscle meat that you would see in the protein industry, and there may be just a slab of, of proteins all mixed together. And now we want that to look like um, a pulled look or like a shredded chicken or shredded meat. Um, so by doing that, we're asking them to send us a bulk amount of products, and then we're using all of our equipment in our facility to manipulate the product to look like what you would see as a normal or a existing type of whole muscle protein that's on the market. You bring up, you know, alternative proteins and and whatnot, and obviously that's been a growing segment and a not a novel in a good way segment uh, of the industry where a lot of innovation has occurred. Where where do you see, you know, if anywhere? Uh, specifically in a segment, where do you see kind of the biggest innovation happening in terms of products that that DeVille can help out with? You know, is there a specific area that it's like, yep, this is a really fast growing spot. Um, there's a lot of product innovation going on that needs solutions like what you offer, and uh, we're we're ready to help out. 
Yeah, the uh, there's quite a few that come to mind because we work in quite a few different segments in the in the food industry. But kind of to pivot to outside of the human food sector, the the pet food industry has been something that has really been a target for us and a target for innovation, um, specifically the freeze dried industry within the, the pet food side. So what they're doing is they're taking um, whole muscle meat, usually organ items like liver that we're not eating, um, and then they're processing it down. So that way they're giving the pet a whole muscle or a whole product as opposed to a mixed product that's blended together of different wheats or different grains. Um, this is something that we saw coming up the pipe about six years ago, and we really invested heavily in creating a system that was automated because currently uh, there's quite a few um, industry leaders that are still using bandsaws and, and very dangerous pieces of equipment and rudimentary equipment that we were able to manufacture large cubing equipment that would cube up the product as opposed to using somebody's hands uh, moving a meat across a, a rotating knife. So. We saw that that was a major concern. We went on site to almost all the pet food manufacturers that we could find to see what their issues were, and then went back to the drawing board and said, okay, now we're gonna try to create a system that works best for them. And fortunately, we've had great partners that were able to test uh, with our products prior to going to market wholeheartedly with uh, the full line. For everyone listening in today to our Food for Thought podcast, thanks for tuning into this episode. You can find more of our podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere you can find podcasts. Stay tuned for more episodes in the future and have a great day.